Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea, break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. I hope you got a cocktail with us tonight. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? You got your alcohol in your system? <laughs> Not yet, but thanks to Dustin. Thanks, Dustin, for the cash app. I am drinking tonight. <laughs> you really kept hold up. And our special guest co-host of the week, Dustin Ross. Dustin, you tricking already. You are the guest. You know how you send in money to the host. I, I, I was surprised you got it. I got that error message you get when you try to send <laughs> Surprised you got it, Al. That's hilarious. What's up, Claudio? What's up, Al? What's up, so Al, you yo, that's so ghetto. That is ghetto. <laughs> you making us look crazy. You got alcohol money, Al. So that's it's a joke, it. Claudia. It's a joke. So no, it's not. I don't think it is. Yeah, it is. It's a joke. He didn't okay. send it. All right. Y'all said it earlier. So, all right. So, uh, what are you drinking with that uh, cash app money? I am, of course, back on my buttery Chardonnay. I probably rolled a couple of pennies and quarters together. So, um, buttery Chardonnay. Very okay. cold buttery Chardonnay. Dustin, what are you drinking? On 1942 again at night. That's my favorite. So tequila tonight. You, I cannot drink tequila. Yes, you can. You just got to try harder. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. You, you do actually like the taste of it or just the effects? Both effects. Yes. I mean, it does get you there. All Mezcal right. is is tasteful. That's too smoky for me. Yeah, it's, like, it's very smoky. I'm straight, but I, I love 1942. Yeah. Speaking of you being straight, Justin, Dustin, they asking all about you in the chat, like what they what's good with you, what we doing. They uh, there's a lot of uh, interest, sexual interest in you in the chat. I just want to let uh, you know. Uh, I'm gonna sleep real good tonight. Thank you, Claudia. Uh, <laughs> I like how you get skated around that. Love it. Go ahead. All right, we're gonna have a fun show tonight. Let's get to these topics. Everybody got alcohol in them, so you know it's gonna be one of them shows. R. Kelly claims that he had no knowledge about the $10.5 million lawsuit made against him over the alleged mass shooting threats. The singer is once again claiming illiteracy, saying, I cannot read or understand words beyond that of a grade schooler. Are y'all buying this? Is that a lie? I mean, everybody, we, we knew R. Kelly was slow for a minute now, right? And if you really think about it, you go back into that catalog, the songs were simple. 12 play, he was counting 12. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fiesta is the first word you learn in Spanish class. So, I mean, that's not really complex. I believe he's slow and he had to be slow to do some of the stupid, heinous things that he's done, right? I'm a person who was a huge fan and still am a huge fan of his musical genius, right? But uh, the things that he's done have really taken the fun out of being a fan of his music. So I'm mad as hell. So yes, he's slow. Yes, I believe I it. Never heard anyone refer the first word you want to say. That was quite, that was quite clever. Al, what do you think? I mean, we all heard that he couldn't read. And I, I always thought it was greatly exaggerated, but now he wants to embrace it, right? To get him out of the, out of the doghouse. What do you think? I hear what he's saying, but I'm not buying it. And I, I, I can't agree with Justin. Slow, maybe, but he's not illiterate. Because illiterate means you're unable to read or write. So you couldn't see those text messages and read those text messages. You were sending them little girls at McDonald's to, to meet up with them, right? You couldn't read that, right? And also, just think about it. Am I the only one thinking of this? But 
He wrote how many songs? I mean, how did he write all those songs? He had, he wrote 133 singles, six video albums, one soundtrack, five compilations, 18 studio albums. He sold 75 million records, wrote for Michael Jackson, sat in the studio and wrote with Michael Jackson, wrote for Michael Jackson. He has more number one hits than Michael Jackson. Something about something in the milk ain't clean when he's talking about all of a sudden now he can't read nor write. Now, if there is something wrong with him, but being illiterate definitely is not one of them. I mean, I guess this is what he's supposed to do, right? Throw everything against the wall and see if something sticks. But it's just giving. I can't even say the word, but it's giving it is giving slow. I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> R, this R word I can say remedial. <laughs> and didn't and didn't his his mentor, who's his music teacher, spoke about this when everyone was calling him slow. And she said, I taught him in high school. She said, I mentored him in high school. I'm the one that told him to go write for artists, go sing, be a singer. So I don't know. This sounds a little fishy to me. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Songs ain't that complicated. I believe I can fly. Come on, you know what I'm saying? It sounds like a seven-year-old wrote it. I, I don't know. But I you, do you know, you're right. We might need to go through the catalog now. You remind yeah. me of my Jeep. Come on now. Okay. We thought that was a bop. It's kind of stepping Half in. on a baby. <laughs> you're right. Now that I think it is real simple terms. Very, yes. That's what I never thought about that. All right. Michael Rappaport is under fire for his recent comments about Martin Luther King Jr. Take a look at this clip that Rappaport posted. Bro, must see. Uh, that uh, Israel uh, must exist and has a right to exist and is one of the great outposts of democracy in the world. And cancel this Zionist today. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a Zionist and there's no doubt he would be canceled if he was alive today. All right, do you think Michael Rappaport is out of line, Al? We're gonna go to you first on this. What do you think? Oh, hell no, you didn't, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport, don't, you don't want any of this today, especially not on my buttery Chardonnay. What's my favorite saying, soulmates? Where is the outrage? How dare do we allow this man to call Martin Luther King Jr. a Zionist? How dare we? How dare we? The Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize, Martin Luther King, that made the president of the United States prohibit racial discrimination, Martin Luther King, the John Dewey Award winning Martin Luther King, the, the what's that? He also won the Spin Garn Medal, which is like the highest and most noblest achievement by any African-American. That Martin Luther King, Michael Rappaport, really? How dare you say this? And how dare you freaking say it on Martin Luther King Day? Now, you done pissed me off now. As far as I'm concerned, Michael Rappaport, what we need to be working on, and I say this on my YouTube channel, and I mean this crap, we don't gatekeep our culture enough for me. How dare this white man say that about Martin Luther King? Where is the outrage? Why aren't people standing up against him? Why aren't people posting about this hypocrisy? This white man who has a huge platform goes on a global platform to degrade our nation's hero. And this just isn't a hero in the African-American community. This is an American hero. I have decided from this day forward, he is no longer invited to the cookout and I don't like it. And don't cancel Martin Luther King. We as black citizens need to stand up. Black organizations need to stand up and we need to cancel Michael Rappaport. You know, you say, where's the outrage? There is, that's why we're talking about it. And we're gonna continue to talk about things that are not promoted enough or discussed enough. Um, 
he's using clearly a moment because he's actually, you know, he's Jewish. He's using that as being, I think, a little sarcastic and a little opportunistic to use this in this current time. Like, oh, see, he would be considered a Zionist. And that's what he's doing, which is that kind of a cheap shot, because like Trevor Mitchell in the chat said, I believe MLK's point of view would have evolved as time passed. And I also don't think someone as peaceful and as benevolent as Martin Luther King Jr. would sit back and be okay with the slaughter of children that have nothing to do with Hamas, the Gaza of Gaza, the Palestinians. Like, let's not be silly here and act like Martin Luther King Jr. would not be having a whole lot to say about innocent babies, mothers, elderly, and people who have nothing to do with terrorism being wiped out. I've yet to see one Hamas dead soldier. I've seen thousands of babies, women, and children. Uh, Justin, what do you think about this? Yeah, well, you know, I've been sick of Michael Rappaport with his... Uh, Fire Marshal Bill looking ass as he was talking about the Atlanta housewives. Mm -hmm. You know, he always has his mouth on black people's business. And this time he's gone a little bit too far because he's literally disrespecting our culture and the, the very fabric of who we are as black people at this point. Michael Rappaport is a very miscellaneous comedian when you put him amongst his peers um, on the white scene. That's why he has staked such a claim in black spaces. And so it's that much more of a slap in the face for him to be talking greasy mm -hmm. about Martin Luther King on Martin Luther. I believe he made that statement on Martin Luther King Day. Right. right. So mm -hmm. and I'm sick of both of them at this point. And then we're done. I'm personally done with Michael Rappaport. You said him and who else? Aubrey O'Day, the pictures that she posted. <laughs> he's still yeah. he's still on that. Yeah, he's still he's still still on that. that's right. Okay. Yes. Michael Rappaport, listen, I hate when there's things that you've said that we do rock with, like your criticism of Donald Trump, definitely warranted, definitely loved it. And then it makes us lower our guard. And Black people, we're very like open, like, hey, come on over to the cookout. We like that one thing you said. But then to turn around and do this, you have to know with your proximity to Black folks and then working, like Dustin said, in Black spaces, this was not going to fly. Next time I see you, and I've worked with you before, I'm we're going to have to have a little conversation. You better get I, them, Claudia. I, um, are we, edges will be gathered. All right. Meek Mills shared his thoughts about President Joe Biden being too old for the role. The rapper tweeted, Joe Biden is too old to be our president, respectfully. What in the bleep is going on in the American system that y'all pushing this through like it's okay to trust what we seeing? Do you think Meek Mill has a point? We'll go back to Dustin on this one. What do you think? I love that Meek Mill is using his platform more and more these days to speak out about things that are important, but I just want him to have an informed opinion. So the next time he's, you know, uh, sitting down, trying on chains or whatever, I want him to pick up a book and understand political science and understand that experience is valuable in the political space, especially when it comes to the wars and to those sort of uh, political tactics that he was speaking of that he don't know nothing about. I think Mill Meek Mill is an amazing rapper, but I think he needs to stay out of this conversation and just encourage people to vote. Okay. Al, what do you think? Um... Everyone has a right to their opinion, right? I, I do want to start there. But this is the question for me. <laughs> Meek Mills, you just got pardoned in October of 2023. You haven't voted in 20 years. I don't think I'm going to listen to anybody who has not voted for a, a president in the last 20 years going to tell me how to vote. Now, we have heard and seen six hours ago that there appears to be that you're endorsing Donald Trump. So maybe this is why you're saying this. But in my opinion, you can't use the age issue as a as a as an endorsement because Donald Trump is not that far behind. They're all years. Yeah. Now, I will give him this. Meek Mill is cool. He's successful. He's rich. He's attractive and he is influential in different circles. And I think that's what makes me upset when I hear entertainers like him speak, because like Dustin said, 
they're not fully versed. They're not fully educated. They're not fully aware of the damage that can be caused when a person with a large platform like him speaks on political issues because Trump really has a really good chance of winning. And for someone like him to continue to sway the black community, it really puts us as a community in harm's way. And I can't endorse it. So I'm going to tell you what frustrates me as being a black woman in America is it seems like black men and black women, a lot of us, not all, are not on the same page. I feel like black women are constantly voting in ways that think of all of us and save America. And then we have these influential black men with platforms, rappers that don't vote, uh, podcasters that don't vote that are all swooned and swayed and having a love affair mm-hmm. with the bravado and the the masculinity, the perceived masculinity of one said Donald Trump. Now, when you know, when you when you do know your research and, and, and you know what you're talking about and not just being emotional, oh, that's my nigga, he cool, he, he been, you know, he there's a witch hunt and I can relate. Get the F out of here with this BS. When you vote for the Republican Party until they change back to having some kind of moderation or some kind of common sense, you are voting about against the, the best interest of yourself. Let me tell you what Trump did being in office, not only being obnoxious, okay? And y'all are forgetting how bad it was because now it's so far behind us. We were locked down during Donald Trump. The vaccines were imposed upon people on Donald Trump's watch. That was created on his watch, not Joe Biden. Y'all are selling out for $1,400. Do you need $1,400? $1,400. So then Trump appoints a really extreme uh, conservative uh, Supreme Court justices. And now when your dumb ass gets someone pregnant, guess what, buddy? She can't have an abortion. And if your daughter gets raped and gets pregnant, she got to have an, she cannot have an abortion. Think about it. And if you don't, if that doesn't move you, okay? Because that don't affect everybody. And some people have different feelings about abortion. I know black people are really conservative uh, in some regards. Diversity has been wiped out. Diversity programs have been wiped out of America. So now they don't have to hire your black ass. And guess what corporations (laughs) do? Oh, I don't got to hire the Negroes. I will not then. It's unbelievable. Don't forget about the education system. It's a mess. (laughs) Y'all want to defund the education department. Y'all want to take away uh, reproductive rights. And y'all think it's cool because he made you laugh in a rally and he gave you $1,400. If you're so... Don't forget about health care, Claudia. He's eliminated Obamacare so that black people can't have access to health care. I got an idea. How about we do this? How about in 2024, we leave those entertainers that aren't well-versed, who aren't well-educated or well-aware of the, of, the, of the politics? How about we black them out and they're not allowed to be influencers when it comes to voting? Especially, this is a very, very trying year. This is voting. This is an election year. This is very important. And we don't need anybody speaking in this space, influencing anybody that's not fully informed. I know, keep talking, because we're going to have all the smoke for you right here TGIF every single week we're gonna stay on your neck and tell you who not to follow and I'm gonna cover a lot of this on my YouTube channel Life with Claudia Jordan and we're gonna break it down because you don't even vote and you're running your mouth right. I think the hell not <laughs> stay out of voting people's business how about that all right we gotta go to break coming up next uh Ali Lottie disrespects her deceased ex-boyfriend and later a Walmart customer may be coming into some big money uh-oh keep it there we'll be right back
Welcome back to TGIF. All right, everybody. Ali Lottie, rapper of Juice World's ex girl or rapper Juice Girl, Juice World's ex girlfriend, is catching some heat after leaking her sex tape with the deceased rapper. Okay, now Allie claims that the reason she leaked the tape is that she was being threatened by hackers. So she wanted to beat them to it, but the fans, they are not here for it. All right, Justin. I mean, Dustin, it's just the two of us right now because Claudia is having a little bit of technical difficulty, but she'll be back soon. Do you think this was a tacky move or do you guys have any sex tapes floating around yourself that you would put out first before someone else does? Yeah, well, ignoring the second half of the question, because obviously, no. Yes, I think. <laughs> what in the hell? Who want to watch somebody that's passed away? Much respect to Juice World, an incredible talent, uh, a huge impact on the rap industry and a very loyal following and fan base. Right. I think it's mm -hmm. quite insulting to them. Um, it's something weird and, and disconnected about watching someone who is no longer with us having sex. Uh, mm -hmm. It's intrusive in the in the most uh, just the most. Uh, vile way and i think it's also indicative of the fact that she was only with him for the money then if she still if in his death she's going back into their private archives i don't know what what the hell is that <laughs> they pay for a money grab on only fans a site that you have to pay to access the content right i think that tells what her real intention was so i don't like this at all man where i, I feel like his mama is young enough to still go over there and handle right her. right you know what uh Dustin, you know what I was thinking? I'm a, I'm a Gemini at the end of the day. So there's a part of me that say, let's be very clear. This isn't a leak. She mm -hmm. did this intentionally because she's trying to make her OnlyFans page blow up. And, and, and production, please put her picture back up real quick so we can see who she really is. I'm wondering if his mother has the ability to sue her for this because this is his estate and she didn't get permission, right? Yeah. She didn't get permission. She actually posted that on her OnlyFans. Now, it is gross. It's disgusting. And like you, I do feel like there's a part of it that's a little bit demonic. Now, the other Al Reynolds, the Gemini other part of that other Al Reynolds, I saw that tape. And baby, let me tell you. <laughs> Al, I know you ain't watched the tape. <laughs> yes, I did. You know, I'm the research guy. I'm the fat guy here. Of course, I watched the tape. I had to be able to share with my soulmates exactly what was going down. But <clears throat> all jokes aside, it was hot. But all jokes aside, I do feel like this is a violation. It's a violation of his his presence. It's a violation of his death. It's a violation of his family. And it's a violation to his legacy. And I think if she is really, really a person who cares, she should take it down. Yeah, 100%. She needs to take it down. And like I said, his mama, his aunties, uh, cousins that ain't really cousins, but just close friends. Some of the strong women in his family need to go on over there and see about her. Right. <laughs> so I think we got Claudia back. Claudia, so we're talking about Juice World's girlfriend leaking the sex tape. What are your thoughts? What say you? I think that's like the most evil thing to do to somebody because even like when you're friends with someone and you leak conversations or screenshots or sex tape, that is a, a ultimate violation. Like talk about the issue, reason why y'all broke up, but do not do that because revenge porn, first of all, and second of all, it's just evil and it's crazy. And it's like a clout chasing move and it's whack because then none of us will never be able to be comfortable around each other. Like thinking, well, one day when it goes bad, you're going to put me on blast. And uh, I had someone do this to me before and they got arrested, got snatched out of the office they worked in and they were they had a, they did some time and it's mm -hmm. a serious thing, but I think it's very, very whack. Have y'all ever had anyone do that, the, do the revenge porn on you? 
No, I wouldn't be embarrassed <laughs> by what they showed. It would just be the gall. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you, you said what? I wouldn't be embarrassed by what they showed, but I just would be, you know, surprised at the audacity. Yeah. Like, why would why wouldn't you be embarrassed if they showed? I got nothing to be embarrassed about, baby. Uh, <laughs> proud, you proud of what you like. Otherwise, no, you wait a minute. Let, let, let me just go. Let me go on and dig in here, Claudia. Said you won't, because that's your friend. I can. No, I, I would. I'm just getting to know him. All right, now, uh, Dustin, you said that you have never made a video, any type of video, sex video, solo video. No tink. You gotta listen, okay? Okay. I said I don't have no videos out there, right? Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like you have to have it, and I would—I know what that means. That means you have the bits on your phone and your recording device. Exactly. The celebrity can't be the one having like someone else tape. Come on now. All yeah. right. A couple with some good news to share is Boosie and his fiance, Rajelle Nelson. Now, Boosie announced in federal court that his, he and his fiance have an upcoming wedding date. Now, this news comes after Boosie was ordered to make no contact with his fiance due to his federal gun charge. Can y'all see Boosie as a married man? Al, go ahead. I can. I can. I'm telling you, I interviewed Boosie uh, for the first time, met him for the first time at the Grammys last year. It's just something about this dude that's just magnetic. And you guys know that even though he says some of the most ridiculous things, I have always said he would be great reality television. And I see how women are attracted to his conversation and his narrative, because there are a lot of black women in our community that believes the same way that he believes. And obviously his girlfriend does too. And put that picture backup production of her this is a beautiful woman and she's from new orleans and she's got a little spice about her so yeah i can see her you know looking at boosie like you know hey we can make this work all right dustin what are your thoughts on boosie and being a married man yeah well i think it says a lot about anybody that's willing to marry boosie okay first of all second of all i love boosie's music have for many 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 years and always will but once he starts opening his mouth and sharing his thoughts that's when i get off the boosie train i think he's <laughs> a neat idiot and while i do think that he has a, a personality that's fun and and um magnetic uh and he will make you laugh i think some of his uh, reactions to things are funny i think that his incessant dedication right to being harmful with his speech and rhetoric and the things that he purports walking out of the color purple when he has songs about lesbianism, you know, and it could have played silly itself. Uh, I think, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really tired of Boosie right now. So uh, congratulations, I guess, and best wishes to whoever he's marrying. Do you ever feel a way when people that you be like side eye, like what? Like they be married, they find people to marry them, and then you sitting there not married, you be like, <laughs> like damn, like what's wrong with me? Like I don't know. Claudia, is this personal experience? <laughs> yeah, because none of us are married on this panel. So I'm like, what? When I see like to that. Yeah, I'm actually happy. Me, yeah. my, I'm for by choice. Let me tell you, by choice. And people mm -hmm. try to shame and all that. I'm happy to be kid free and no one dusty sun and stress me. I can move with the wind and I do. All right. Okay. I'll, all right. Moving on. A Florida police officer shared a message on a woman's Instagram after she dropped her phone while fleeing the scene. The officer posted a selfie with the caption, hello, Miss India tattoos. You dropped your phone when you fled from us 20 minutes ago. Please come get your phone at the Fort Lauderdale PD. Would you go and get your phone, Dustin? Because you got all the sex tapes in there, so you might have to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, lucky officer, whatever his name was, because he ain't going to see me again till they come get me. You know what I'm saying? If I fled in the first place, 
why would I go back to you? You understand what I'm saying? So no, but I thought this story was absolutely hilarious. All right, Al, you gonna get the phone back or not? Absolutely. So this is this. I love it when we do stories like this, as ridiculous as they may sound on this platform. This is actually an education moment. So listen, we have always been taught that officers cannot go into your phone unless they have a search warrant. That is that couldn't be the furthest from the truth, everybody. An officer, in fact, especially in the state of California, can go through your cell phone without a warrant as long as he has a pressing demand or circumstances that allow him to in her escaping this being caught by the police for doing something criminal gives them a reason to go on the phone go get your phone young girl because if they send it to forensics and they go through all your text messages they are only building a case against you possibly that can stick in court because text messages are permissible go get your phone turn yourself in you got caught get it now so that further charges aren't built against you can we get that picture back what is going on with her what is on her uh, can we get production picture back is it why she's so dusty you see that, that oh right? claudia i think she's pretty no no oh, you mean a clothes. Her, yeah she's beautiful it looks like she has a cat <laughs> now, it looks like she got some cocaine residue on her lap. That's what it looks like. That's when them feet hitting that ground. She was out. Mama was. My cats would never. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, a Walmart customer may be getting into some big money, and later a man makes an irreversible decision with his appearance. All right. I think we're going to be shaking our heads. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, you know, we always have the advice for you financially and for a whole bunch of things here at TGIF. All right. So life doesn't have to, it doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should your payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip if you like. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your paycheck. Now, you know, listen, earning is great if I needed something, you know, like an unexpected expense came up and I wanted to like, you know, get an advance against my future pay. It's a great thing to have a special night out. Maybe something comes up out of the blue. I think it's amazing to have. All right, make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over 3 million, 3.5 million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Go ahead and download the Earning app today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple app stores. Now, when you download the Earning app, type in T under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's T-E-A under podcast. Now, that's subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. MaxEarning.com slash T-O-S for terms uh, and for details. Now, Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. But before we get to the last part, Al, I know you about that Earning life. So what do you think about it? Listen, I think earning would be great if you have an unexpected, uh, you know, something that you need money for. Like if you need to buy a gift for someone at the last minute because you don't have the money and you still want to go to the party. Or for me, I personally would use it if I had a repair on my car that's stopping me from getting to my job. I would use earning. 
All right. That's it. It's there for you if you need it. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Promotional considerations furnished by Earning. All right. Now that you got that information, that should help your life. Let's get back to some more topics. Well, someone who does not need a cash advance is Roderick Jackson. Roderick is suing Walmart for $100 million or unlimited free lifetime shopping. Wait, hold up. After he was allegedly accused of shoplifting. Now, he claims that the allegations against him had to do with racial profiling. Al, we're going to go to you first. He said $100 million or unlimited shopping at Walmart. Um, I'll take the $100 million. Thank you very much. Al, what do you think? I think uh, it's not this simple. And I think that's the problem in society right now. We think if someone makes a mistake, especially if it's a part of attached to a huge brand, they owe you a whole lot of money. Now, what they don't share in this story is that he had a deadline that he had to meet in order to prove the racial profiling and he let it elapse. Therefore, they dismissed this case the first time. They dismissed, case, they, they dismissed this case the second time. This is when we need, Claudia, you know what? This is when we need a legal beagle here. Someone who can tell us the legalities behind this type of stuff, because although he was racially profiled incorrectly, he still has a responsibility to prove that there was racial profiling. And when he had the chance to do it, he felt short. Now, $100 million, I think, is a tad bit ridiculous. And lifetime shopping I, is definitely laughable. But, Dustin, what do you think about all this? Yeah, well, if you racially profile me, I ain't never coming back. So I don't understand the whole lifetime of unlimited shopping angle personally. Um, but, you know, if they did racially profile them, then they need to give them one hundred and one million dollars. That's how I feel. Give them all the money plus some because I'm tired of corporations like Walmart and these big box retailers and the, all, all these other people who coming in and making us feel uncomfortable when we work and spend our hard earned money. And so I'm give give them the money. That's how I feel. All right, we'll keep it locked because coming up next. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Give him the money for racial pro. Man, if we all got $100 million for when we were racially profiled. Then you should have said something when it happened. What? Was smart Don't hate. Give him his money. Mm, I'm keep a it locked because coming up next, <laughs> a man makes an irreversible decision with his appearance. And later, it seems like people just can't stop acting up on airplanes. You see how they've been doing all year long, all last year. Find out why when we return. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to all the soulmates rocking with us in the chat. If you are enjoying the show, give us a, you know what, since Dustin got purple, he's our guest, give us some purple hearts. Okay, cool. Let's get into this. A tattoo artist did some designer artwork on their client's face. The client received several face tattoos featuring the Louis Vuitton logo, including on his eyebrows and forehead. People are blaming the tattoo artist for capitalizing on allegedly alleged mental illness. Do you agree? Al, what do you think about this? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like this. He's a handsome guy. I, it, it looked a little bit ridiculous to me. And plus, he's an older guy, so I don't know how age-appropriate it was. It looks clownish to me. I, I, I don't know. But you know what? If he likes it, I love it. I mean, I like the concept of putting Louis Vuitton tattoos, you know, strategically on your face. But the way he did the eyebrows and the way he did the, the beard, it looked clownish to me. And I felt like, you know, such an attractive man uh, what was the purpose? So uh, obviously he wanted to be on TJIF. You landed at welcome and 
And congratulations is all I can say on this particular case. Dustin, what do you think? Do you think it's a good idea? Uh, you know, listen, I'm all about creative expression. Do what you want to do with your body, right? Uh, but at least do it right. It looked like they didn't even color inside the lines. The uh, Louis Vuitton uh, monogram looked like ringworm on the cheeks. Then it <laughs> like scabies in the eyebrow area. It just was not good work. So I'm all about do your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? But just do it right. That's all I ask. So he needs to go get that fixed immediately. Maybe some florals. You know, that's evergreen. It'll never go out of style. <laughs> like that to cover up the shoddy work that was done. Because it's just bad work at the end of the day. Why are we advertising these brands that don't rock with us like this on our face? Why are we getting tattoos of these corporations that don't even rock with us for free and then have and then get it done bad? He looks a hot ass mess. And I'm sick and tired of these face tattoos. I'm sorry. I think, listen, I think a neck, a neck tattoo is sexy as hell. And that's my ratchet side. I think that's sexy. A little something, a little something. But all this forehead and cheek and face and eyebrows, you look dumb, sir. And I think people are taking advantage of the mentally ill. You like accepting every dollar. I watch botch all the time and all kinds of shows on plastic surgery and the things that these people are willing to do. There's this guy called the black alien project. I don't know if y'all seen it. He had the tip of his nose cut off two of his fingers amputated, right? And teeth sharpened eye, eyeballs tattooed to look like an alien. What doctor or not even doctor, what inject? Why are y'all doing this? Like sometimes the answer got to be no, and it can't be yes because you want that four hundred dollars. Like what are we doing? That looks. No, like wait a minute. He 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 had it had his fingers removed because he wanted to. For or cause, yes, fuck. I'm gonna send it to the chat to our group thing, just so he can look like an alien. He's like my 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 complete my transformation is almost complete. The Black Alien Project. Look him up. He's got over a million followers on Instagram, and this is what happens, right? Mm. He gets the attention. Here we are talking about it. It reinforces, let me do some more. He he got the alien hand. Like it's like this or it's like that or something. It's weird as hell. It's it's everybody sad. peace. What's up? That's how you speak. <laughs> right. It's terrible. I tell a woman who recently got fired from a coffee shop and in the Atlanta airport showed up to her former job to get revenge. Take a look. Get my stuff. Get out. Oh, relax. Relax. Can y'all believe this? And what are your thoughts, Dustin? Let's go to you first on this. What do you think? No, all I got to say is those non-slip shoes must be a real you-know-what. Because the way she went back and got that running start to go over that counter, I was impressed. Listen, I think the airport is the last place you really want to show your ass, right? Especially uh, as a Black person, you know, all of those TSA agents and police, the police presence in general. It's just not the place you want to clown like that. But I have been upset at a job before and wanted to do some of the things she's done. But ultimately, it just wasn't smart. What I didn't like the most about the clip, though, was the white man who uh, there were two gentlemen that were kind of trying to stop her from going behind the counter. And the black man was, you know, blocking her from striking him with things, but he wasn't manhandling her in a way that, you know, indicated something retaliatory. And the way that the white gentleman threw her, he body slammed her on the ground. And I'm not saying he should have allowed her to beat him, but I just didn't like seeing that part. That's right. Okay, Al, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with uh, Dustin on that. That was triggering, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> These young people, they be doing too much. 
I'm, I don't care. She's doing too much. I don't care what anybody says she does. She's doing too much. They have young people have got to do better with understanding conflict resolution and how to manage your emotions when you don't get what you want. Her behavior was disgusting. It was horrible. It was inexcusable. And I, I, I don't like the fact that she was slung on the ground, but like, she slapped the black guy. She threw chairs. She's jumping over stuff, slinging, uh, you know. I, and uh, the super sad part is about this is if now when you Google her, because we found out her name, her name is populated now. When you go to get a job, people Google you. So now this is the first thing people are going to see, young lady, when you go to get a job. How much sense does that make you now will have this following you for the rest of your life so good luck with getting another job i hope it doesn't interfere but you got to start thinking about these things young guys and those ideas that you have to think about have to trump your emotion in the moment sorry i didn't like it i agree we've all been in places where we're like i want to burn this it and thinking it are two different things now i would love to justify her actions okay now, the story is she was fired and she want, she just wanted her stuff back. And when she eventually did get her stuff back at the end, she did leave. So that was what she wanted the entire time. I think both parties could have handled it better, but she was definitely in the wrong for her reaction. Like, there's no need. If you would have sat back and just relaxed, you have a legitimate case. Why are they withholding your stuff? You would have been in the right. We could have all rocked with you. But now we got you on video, slapping people, punching people, doing the most. And I do not like, I agree. I do not like how that woman was slammed. She was body slammed and could have cracked her jaw. She was slammed really hard. But you know what? She was punching people. Like it was, uh, girl, you was in the right. They should have given you your stuff back. You were fired. You want your stuff. And then you left and you got it. But now you did this. And now you got charges. Dustin, are you going to say something else? No, no, no. I'm with you, Claudia. I okay. think what she did was crazy, but uh, I ain't like the way he slammed her. No, I didn't at all, at all. All right, in more serious news, former NFL player Des Bryant from the Cowboys shared an emotional message to parents about breaking generational curses. He said, quit yelling at your kids before they go to bed and expecting them to sleep well. Don't be their inner critic. Speak life, speak love, speak bravery, kindness, and hope, wisdom, truth. Most of all, listen to your children. Wow, okay. What generational curses are you working on breaking now? Oh, geez, who knows? <laughs> Eating bad. <laughs> um, this story really touched my heart. And let me share with you why. Des Bryant, mother dealing with her cocaine issues, uh, dad being a pimp. This man has been able to block all that noise out and live basically a seamless um, drama free. You've never heard him having no issues with drugs. You've never heard him have no issues with alcohol. You never heard him have any issues with violence. This man has been able to block out what he has learned as a child and change it. Now, not only has he been able to do that, but he's been able to do that coming from an environment that he worked super hard to get out of to get a $54 million contract to play professional football for eight years. He's the ultimate example of male alpha male masculinity. He's a male influencer in our community. So to see him be vulnerable, to see him be sensitive, to see his hear his voice crack, and for him to stand down, 10 toes down on what we need to do to change generational curses made me excited. 
<laughs> and my sister said, made her excited too, if you know what I mean. Not like you and your so, sister don't want him. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but I love the fact that there is a masculine black male athlete, successful, done it at the highest level, holds the record, holds the record, the NFL record for what he does to speak with such sensitivity into the black community to black men in an environment of black men, it speaks volumes. Great job, Des. And if I could hire you to put you on a team, because I know you haven't retired because you're still looking for a team. If I could hire you to put you on a team, you would be put on a team tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with you, Al. I think that uh, this was, again, this is 100% positive coming from Des. And I, what can you be mad at? What can you argue with that, right? Um, as you added those layers of context and texture, he has had a very um, uh, difficult past. He's been troubled before in a couple situations that weren't the best. And so to see him come back and have such positive words to pour into the Black community who supports him and love him so much, I think this was absolutely wonderful. And kudos to Dez for speaking up in this way. We need more of that positive speech uh, to kind of cloud the space as opposed to the negative speech that we hear so often. So shout out to him for that. Because you know what, uh, Dustin, so often it's viewed as weak. It's yeah. viewed as gay, if we're really honest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's viewed as not manly. That's I, that's I, that's exactly. And that said, I, I tell you, I wish, <laughs> It just you have to reward guys that take this opportunity to move the needle in this discussion. And if I could, I would give him a million dollars just for moving the culture the way he moved the culture. Not only did he move the culture with his narrative, but he moved the culture on a platform where most, if not all that I've seen on that platform haven't. All right, everybody, Claudia and her boost mobile is killing us. Coming up, it seems like people just can't stop acting up on these airlines. Stay tuned because you definitely don't want to miss this one. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. I will be buying a new computer tomorrow. All right, we see so many stories about passengers acting up on flights, so we're going to take a deeper look at airplane passenger behavior in fights or flight. Oh, that was cute production. Okay, we like <laughs> Soulmates, make sure you drop a comment in the chat and let us know what you would do. All right. A passenger smacked a pilot after getting fed up because I had a 13 hour flight delay, which that's annoying. Watch this clip. All right, if you were on this plane, would you fight and stick up for the pilot or flight and mind your own business? Dustin, what would you do? Listen, one thing I don't want to be on, I, while I love my name being on the list, so to speak, I don't want no parts of the no-fly list, so I chill. You guys uh, both know that I had a very difficult travel day just yesterday. Uh, suffered from flight delays that really screwed up my day and got me off schedule, but by the grace of God, we made it. But I, too, felt like slapping, reaching back into the depths of ancestry and slapping the hell out of the, mm -hmm. pattern, uh, the pilot everybody yesterday so i understand the frustration but you just cannot cut up like that in the airport you just can't it's not worth the risk um and it's definitely not worth the punishment that you absolutely will face so and might i add it's a little misplaced right when there's a flight delay it's not the pilot 
It's air traffic control. It's mechanical issues. It's usually whether they're getting their orders from a higher power that's saying you can't take off yet or an alert went off. We have to fix something. But on the airline part, and once again, this isn't the pilot's call. It's still above him. It's above him, right? 13 hours delay is absolutely re- um what planet is that okay and i hope i don't think that's even legal to have you on a plane for 13 hours i think they probably got up i don't know but a 13 hour delay i get the frustration but you're hitting the wrong person what you need to do is go to air traffic control climb all the way up that tower and then go speak to those people that's who you get mad at like you don't i i don't understand why you would slap the pilot and then you want to be on that plane after you don't slap them all right in other news, watch what happened when a pastor's pregnant mistress confronted his wife during church service. All right, what would your reaction be in this situation, Alice? Go to you first. <laughs> the resident Christian. She. Yeah. Wa- <laughs> well, guys, you know how I feel about church, okay? Now, there's a part of me that, that feels that, hey, this is just inappropriate to do, and especially during church service. Do, does she have a right to confront the pastor and his wife uh, if she feels like he's lying and he's not being honest and he's done something undercover and, and shady, absolutely. I have no problem with her coming down to the church house to have a little conversation because he might have not returned her phone call. However, it's completely 110% inappropriate for me in my mind to do it during church service. All right. Do it after church service. Do it before church service. But doing it during church service, it gives me, it's not only just disrespectful to the church house, it's disrespectful to everybody else in that church who's come for a reason, and the reason is not to hear your trash. And young lady, I gotta be honest, and I don't care who get mad. This is why you're a side chick. This is 110% why you're a side chick. You're a side chick because you don't know how to practice your discretion. You're a side chick because you put up with crap that normal first ladies would normally put up with. You're a side chick because you have no decorum. You're a side chick because you allowed yourself to be a side chick. So as far as I'm concerned, Look, this because of this behavior, you get everything that you deserve after this. If you assaulted somebody, they should charge you. This is an indiscretion on the part of the pastor. He should have never participated. He should have never done it. I will never argue that. But how you handle it is what makes you look better and come out on the other side. And you're not looking too good in my eyes. And I don't feel like you're going to come out better on the other side if they arrest you for what you just did. Why would we ever expect decorum, though, from someone who is screwing the pastor that she knows is married? Of course, she's going to act like a hood rat, uh, some yeah. trailer pr- trash. That's what they do. Like, and that he probably saw. And that that's why her. she's a side chick. And he probably saw that in her like, oh, she's going to be one. She's going to be with it. Because like for a man to come up to you, a married man, if a married man comes to me, I'm very offended because I'm thinking, what am I putting? Uh, what do you think you picking up on that? I would be OK with it. So, no, we ain't going to do that. I shut it down immediately. She was OK with it. 
And I'm not going to just call it an indiscretion when it comes to him because men don't get enough smoke. You're the one that's married. You're the one that got your side chick knowing where you're a pastor at. If I was a man cheating, you would not even know my real name. You would not know what church I was really like. You wouldn't know any of that stuff. There was a one real successful basketball player, right? That tried to holler me back in the day, right? He was trying to holler me. He, was me the, he tried to give me the homeboy's phone number to call. I'm like, I'm not doing that. But he was smart trying to avoid a future case if I did hook up. And I kind of respect it now looking back. Justin, what do you think about this nonsense? Yeah, this doesn't surprise me. So a couple of things on this. Number one, this is why I sleep in on Sunday mornings and then go to brunch, right? Because I'm not going to waste my time getting up, getting dressed, you know what I'm saying? Getting fly and going to sit and do all this when I could just watch Love and Hip Hop on a Monday night. Or Man, come on, come right. on. Second of all, you know, mess and the church is nothing new. If you are a person who understands the Bible, you know, this dates all the way back to David and Bathsheba. There's been cheating going on in the next room ever since biblical times. So this is nothing new. And I, I love the fact that we're focusing on the mistress and not the pastor. Right. Like, is it the pastor, the person where the where the fault lies isn't it in his lap? I know we know he's a man of the cloth, but we didn't know it. That's, 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 so that, that, let's talk about okay, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's think, the, uh, you know the rag one. That's right. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's where it is. I think we need to we need to sweep around his front door. Oh, that that's where the problem is. It's not the mistress. And it's not the first lady for reacting. I hope she took advantage of her church fan and that thick leather-bound Bible I know she was holding during the sermon and used it on her. You understand? So I think the pastor is the one who has the problem and he is completely at fault. Shame on him. Mm, okay. Um. Damn. Have y'all seen messiness like this? We have some time to just chat a little freestyle here. Have y'all seen my, what my friend Trey, he, he would tell me like that. He's like, yo, you would not believe like a lot of these churches need a reality show with the amount of drama. If you think love and hip hop and the housewives franchise, the housewives got drama, the churches have a lot of the drama and there's a lot of, you know, pretending and, you know, high brows looking down one's nose, but they're just as grimy. Have you ever I have seen family members? I have family members who are, who have very strong faith, very strong faith-based principles. And they attend church homes that don't support this kind of foolishness are very inclusive of others. They don't never try to make me do nothing. I don't want to do. They respect me. I respect them. So I've seen Christianity work. I've seen religion work. And that's not what we're looking at. Unfortunately, we are, we are um, overwhelmed with judgmental perspectives from the church that make people not feel comfortable to even entertain the idea of understanding religion, right? And this is a prime example of it. You have a pastor up there who most likely was condemning several behaviors, most likely was casting judgment on several things, and the whole time had impregnated a mistress. Wasn't just cheating, but had a baby, an outside baby is what they call it. Had one of those on the way. So I think this is, you know, we need to do some, there needs to be some reform, church reform, I guess is what we'll call I it. Think, I think, Dustin, I completely understand what you're saying. And Claudia, I've heard you say this a hundred times on the show, and I'm going to continue to repeat this. Your journey, your religious journey, your spiritual journey has to be based on you. You mm -hmm. can't idolize a pastor. A mm -hmm. pastor is a conduit. A pastor is someone to help teach you, but a pastor lives on earth and he is human, meaning he is going to always, like all of us, exercise indiscretions that may be contrary to what he teach. That's not what you're there for. You're there to learn the word 
It's your fault if you idolize him and think that he's beyond reproach. He's not. He's human. He's other flesh. I don't think expecting moral integrity is idolizing someone, right? If you're well, a person I think it's it's idolizing them. It's idolizing them. Expecting you to hold yourself to that same standard. That Listen, you, it's me, idolizing. You know, my soul is not idolizing. Got it. You can do that. You can do that. It's idolizing when he falls short, you make him a villain. That's when you're idolizing. That's when you put in more expectation than necessary on any human being. We all lie. We all lie. We all show for, shall fall short of the glory. All so right, we, we, we ain't going to fall short of this cutoff time, so we're going to go uh, on that note. We, we're going to have another religious conversation this week. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Dustin Ross, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. Praise <laughs> the Lord. We'll be I back. Bye, Al. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.